Hello, hello. Hello. This is Laura and Emily Leyland. Hope you're all having a great day so far. From a fresh perspective on business. That's the name of our is podcast. That, that's isn't it? the official title yet that we always forget because <laughs> it's really long. It is, but apparently it's good for SEO. It's not the uh, not the sexiest title in the world, is it's it? It's not really very snappy or it's not catchy. Very fresh. No, no, it's not. But never mind. But hopefully you have found us because you've searched one of those terms. And then thought, my goodness, that podcast imagery is absolutely sterling. Smashing. I must listen to it. So, Super smashing great. So if you've searched <laughs> for business, then you might not know about Fresh Perspective. So we'll give you a little bit of a rundown about who we are, why we are here. Emily, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. So we are a recruitment business with a twist. So we are different in every single way. So we, we charge differently. We don't specialise. We operate with... Values, ethics and morals. Integrity. Yeah, and we just basically bolt onto a business and become their internal team and take the headache away of recruitment and do an absolutely brilliant job helping businesses grow and do what, I suppose, achieve the goals that they have set out to achieve. Yeah, injecting some fun, positivity Mm. and enjoyment along the way. Absolutely. And we wanted to do a podcast because we are... In a lovely place called Chorley, that's how we're located, in the heart of Lancashire, Ooh, in the, the UK. <laughs> uh, but we want to, we, we do have clients outside of that, and we've done, in, we've, we've worked internationally in terms of placing candidates and, and clients, having clients uh, abroad, but we would like to get in front of people in more countries and further afield. And we thought, what better way to do that than, than on a podcast? And we can make people laugh and smile and educate people on recruitment. Yeah, tell you loads of funny stories. Yeah, the random things that happen to us. Go international with it. Internationalist. Amuse amuse the world. Yes, amuse the world. So I've got exciting news. We are not in Emily's front room. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Where are you and what can you see? Well, we're in Emily's kitchen. (gasps) Wow. Sat at Exotic. Is it a dining table or a kitchen island? Uh, I mean, I want to say a kitchen island because it sounds. <laughs> Let's much go with better. that. Yeah. We are set. Emily's very posh, very posh. <laughs> kitchen island and some high stools, which are very small, very comfortable. Large bottom. <laughs> We're trying not to sit like frogs. Sitting <laughs> like <straight>. toads. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm like kind of hunched over, belly's out. But then I can change but this straight away. Such a picture for you guys, like a little troll. I have never felt better. I am slim at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, so we're in my kitchen. We were testing the sound out. Sound is pretty good, I think. We've got Leonard, who is... Not ag- Again, yeah, he's not engaged at all. But that's fine. That's absolutely fine. So, Laura, how's your week been? What's my, going on? My week has been crazy, but in a really good way. So if we're going for the seven days before today, yeah, we've had so much good news. We've um, we got um, a grant from the government. <laughs> Finally! I mean... Yeah, better late than never. Let's not. It's taken three, really good. three months of persistence and resilience and tenacity. Which Laura has in oodles. Oh, oodles. Uh, but we got it in the bank on Friday, so it's really exciting. Um, ten whole thousand pounds. And then aside from that, I have, I've got a PB twice on my run. Running PB. <gasps> we're all about the running PBs, aren't we, we at the are, moment? We're smashing through them. Yeah. I knocked 18 seconds off the first time, and then two days later, somehow, I, I shaved off a minute. 
and 25 seconds and the only thing I did different was not run with my glasses on and instead of listening to my audiobook I had music on well I think that the latter of those two things definitely I think most people out there would understand why listening to music is better than a book but the whole glasses thing is bizarre like my legs are longer and less dried out more and when I said to Veronica about this she said yeah when I've Got my glass and I feel closer to the ground. How strange is that? If anyone out there feels closer to the ground, taller, faster, when running without glasses, please let us know. We need to know whether it's just Laura and Veronica who work a fresh perspective because we are a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, please help us solve this conundrum <laughs> and help us. Help! Yes, help us. So my week's been pretty good as well. I got a running PB. Woo! So finally got my time down to 26 I don't, 26, dead on. 40 something, isn't it? I wish it was dead on. I wish it was 26, dead on. No, it was like 26.46, something like that, which is the best I've ever done a 5K in. It's the in. first sub 27. Yeah, it is, because I've been over 27 for ages. It's been doing my head in, so that's annoyed me. And then I can't think what else has happened to me. It's just. Well, you've been away. <gasps> but she can't remember what's happened because she's barely been at work. I, yeah, yeah. I had a migraine last Thursday, which was rubbish. I think it was from doing press ups. Which wasn't so good. <laughs> they are never so good for you. So we have stopped doing those now, promptly. But yeah, and then I was there in the lake. So I've had an absolutely marvellous weekend. Uh, went on a boat, got really drunk, had loads of lovely food. What did you do oh. on the boat, Emily? So I had a few beers on the boat. and Shot I a <laughs> Shocking. Shocking I do behavior. like a beer. I do like a beer. Yeah, I, uh, we were on the boat and I had a few beers and I've got a very small bladder, very small bladder and uh, and obviously needed a wee and this was a very small boat so it didn't have a toilet and you there was nowhere that you could dock up. So uh, the the friend that I was with was looking to see if we could get close to the shore and I could hop off and go for a wee somewhere and then crash the boat because it was really shallow. So we had to get rescued by a guy on a speedboat, which was really, really fun because these people in a caravan were absolutely loving watching Look us get you, rescued. providing entertainment wherever you go. <laughs> yeah, wherever I go. And then I was like, I'm going to have to wee. So I've got like a mountain warehouse so what what are they called? It's water like, bottles, I like think a walking, it's a, cli- a climbing one because it will it will clip. You can clip like it a Caribbean onto. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to wee in that, which probably wasn't the most flattering thing for this person to watch either. It's a relatively new friend as well. So yeah, it's a to, new friend. Friend. Uh, <laughs> yet to know all about her, Emily's weird and wonderful, quirky personality. And then they persisted to video me squatting. Into a bottle. On weeing, a boat. Yeah, squatting. Taking the weeing. toe down of the lake. Yeah. Uh, so it was, <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to be the biggest memory from our first weekend away as well. <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking about beer, I know you like lime and your lager. Yeah. Um, Do you so like lime I got lager. some blue ribbies the other week and I was upset that I didn't have any. And it was when we went to the Anderton Centre and yeah. you brought lime with you. Yes. And they had the same beers at home. I didn't have any lime. It just it wasn't the same. So, I, you know, the little Robinson squash cordials. I had an orange one. So, I put a... In beer. I put a little, like, bloop. Not too much, because I didn't know what it was going to taste like. And it was just as good as lime. Oh, my goodness. That's insane. You crazy person. Crazy. I know. I've risked a whole bottle of beer. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Don't people have lager and black? Or is that Guinness and black? No, no, they don't. Yeah, so you can put blackcurrant summer fruits. It list is endless. Oh my goodness. Maybe mango. The possibilities are endless. Mango, passion fruit. <laughs> no, you can go wherever you want with you this. You can go wherever you want. This is amazing. I thought you liked that. <laughs> right. Where are we with time? Are we uh, should right. we move on? Are we? 
What else? Oh, we're um, we've been um, playing around with our website for a while now, perfecting it and critiquing it so it's lovely. And um, we've now got a calendar on there, and our <gasps> Google reviews, and our Glassdoor yeah, page posh. linked to it. And also, we're getting a chat box. A blooming chat box. My We've got goodness. a fresh robot, which yeah. is exciting. So we need to work closely with our fabulous VA, Robin, to make the chat box a, a fresh bot. Yeah. It's got to be It's got to be a quirky bot, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I think Veronica's no. taking the lead on that. Is she? I think so, yeah. I feel like she was the best person to do it with her being a, a great, yeah. drama drama person yeah drama queen well, yeah she's yeah. a drama queen she is well. a drama queen yeah. but that's fine but in a really really good way and we've also got some amazing news so we have hired we have hired in yeah. lockdown and this crazy pandemic I know we are recruitment and obviously we're telling other people to hire when they need to we don't tell you to hire if you don't need to but we have hired ourselves so we have took our own advice and we've gone out there and we've hired a new person who's going to be starting with us in August and it's just super super exciting and what might we even do in the next couple of weeks. Well, we are really leading from the front, Emily. And we might even <laughs> hire... It sounded like a... A horse a... commentator. Yeah, that's exactly... <laughs> oh, yay! It's like one... It's like one brain. <laughs> we only have half a brain each. Yeah. We may have noticed. Um, yeah, we're leading from the front because we might actually hire another person. Which will take us to how many? <gasps> Seven! Seven that People is my. At fresh. It's a good number for me as well because that was the day that I was born. It is a good number, yeah. And if we'll you watch Friends, it's a really good number. Oh, yeah. Those we'll seven up, zones. We'll be up to 28 <laughs> in no time. Yeah. That's Emily's day of birth. <laughs> so this is super exciting for us. So, yeah, we're. Um, Oh, we, we're really, really happy about it. So it's, it's just a really, really exciting time. We're, we're so busy, which is ace. Like we love being busy. We love helping more people. We seem to be getting out there more. And it just proves that life is moving forward. I know it's been a tricky time, but it is changing, isn't it? The world is warming up. It's mm. starting to spin again. And, uh, and companies are, are recruiting. So if you're a job hunter, then, yeah, keep looking. Jump, jump, jump for Do joy. Um, but people poo-poo our positivity, saying they can't be that positive all the time, which I get. Like, we do have challenges that are tears, and there is stress. But I genuinely believe that our, our I suppose, our, what we're enjoying at the moment with being busy is because we've been being positive, we've been putting out there what we want, and attracting the right kind of person. And so I feel like the universe is rewarding us. Absolutely. But it blooming should. I agree. Good. Okay, so not. what our our theme of the week? One. Our theme of the week. I mean, that was a that was quite low. I know <laughs> that was deep. But we are talking this week it's like about a serious theme support. But it is a bit more serious. It is a bit more serious. Yeah, yeah. So we've warmed you up for the first half with non-serious things, and now we're going to go serious. So we wanted to talk about support, and I suppose support specifically about how much you support your local businesses, your local community. Yeah, not and just what that good means. bra. No, <laughs> no. Although I had to wear two sports bras yesterday <laughs> to go for a run because... Strap them buggers in. <laughs> That's it. Okay, no, we're being serious. Okay, right, back to being serious. Sorry. So why are we talking about this, Loz? Why are we talking about supporting local businesses? Because it's really important that we all help each other out, especially, you know, if you're not in a big city. I think a lot of the time you kind of get forgotten about. You're just in a, in a mm. town, a small town. But collectively, 
uh, as a as a united front, we are stronger. And Lancashire is enormous. Yeah, it is. It is really is huge. huge. And I think together we can we can make a lot of change. We can we can make a difference. And we need to not forget about the local companies that are not the big players and support them wherever we can. Yeah. And so we, po- I think, it's probably above. 85%, 90% of the stuff that we need as a business, so the people that supply us, we source it locally yeah. within Lancashire. If we can't find it within Lancashire, it's the northwest. Yeah, definitely. Because it's just, I think, it's, and you can't always go to a little independent retailer or boutique or supplier. You can't always do that. But just thinking, can I? Stop and then ask yourself the question, can I get this from somewhere and I might pay a couple of pence more and yeah, that might be a good few quid over the year, but ultimately you are giving back and you're keeping that business going. And I think right now, with all the businesses that have folded because of this terrible thing that we're going through, it's so important to question yourself. And like we do it with just our groceries as well, don't we? We shop, we shop locally and, and give back. And even though it is more expensive, it's it will still come back round, won't it? Because we've got yeah. a business as well. So you've got to think if you're a business owner and you want people to come and shop you or use your services whatever it is are you doing that as well are you are you adding to that positive karma yeah and i think that's why it's more important to choose customers that that almost match your values your business ethos and see them as an extension to your business and you are an extension of theirs because we do that and more so now than we have done in the past yeah still a relatively young business in terms of how long we've been going and also you know the people in it Yes, we are young. We are young. Um, and so recently we've been hiring the right kind of customer. We've made a few mistakes in the past, but it means that if we ever needed um, a service that they provide, it's a no-brainer to go to them. We already know them. They're on our page. We know exactly what we'll get and we trust them. Mm. So it's even more important to choose the customers that, that are I relevant I agree with well. that. And also, for, for example, when we were choosing our accounts, and they're actually not in Lancashire. Well, they, they, were. Have, they do have a site in Wigan. Okay, they are. I sorry, I woof, sorry. But but yeah, the head office isn't. And so but when we were looking at those, they they are still local. It's not like they're really fat, they're literally a county along. But the point was is that they are really out there and they really support their customers. Uh, with things like branding, just, I suppose, testimonials, recommendations, whatever it is, so that you know when you work with them that they're going to support you online as well, which will then put you in front of more people. So it's a bit like a scratching each other's back kind of situation. And we do that every single person that we work with. For example, our VA, we're constantly putting, I put a video out last week about her. And again, so she might pick up a client off the back of that. So it does, it all works well. And I suppose your what you need to not think, though, is what can I get in return? It's more about if you go out there and think, what can I do for other people? It will always come back to you anyway, won't it? Yeah, definitely. And that's what we did recently. We needed something for the office. We just signed up a new customer. We're like, right, let's go to them and let them give us a prize. And we went with them. And it was dead easy because we only looked at one person who we liked and trusted we got to know recently. Yeah. And also, the other benefits of supporting local businesses is that you're helping with um, the environment as well. So there's less less fuel, etc. going into sending stuff because you go and get it. You're traveling less distance. Absolutely. You might even be able to cycle or walk there. 
like things like food miles and yeah absolutely yeah so you're not using your car as much you're not using delivery services as much so you're spending less money there and also they're not using their fuel and things like that so it's much better for the environment as well yes definitely and we've already spoken about our awards but again just to kind of really hammer this home (laughs) this is going to be at the end of january we're going to have our first fresh awards event which is just going to be utterly insane isn't it but that is all about so that isn't a profit making exercise for us where it's we're putting this award ceremony on to empower local people to shine a light on the legends out there that are doing really really good stuff and again it's about sort of bringing everyone together locally where people can get to know each other do a bit of network bit of drunk networking on the evening and again we might be able to actually encourage other people to start doing that more yeah and it's recognizing each other and just look seeing other people and them seeing you recognizing each other sharing positivity love understanding empathy compassion for each other and it's creating a community or utilizing the community you've already got at your fingertips utilizing that instead of spreading everything too thinly over the uk spreading yourself too thin never works does it not really it doesn't sound nice sounds (laughs) painful (laughs) do you want to touch quickly on the e-myth before we move to grind my gears and i suppose how we can the e-myth the book uh, and it's a book that Laura's actually just recently done a video about. So it kind of ties in with outsourcing, doesn't it, really well? And again, choosing local businesses and people to outsource to. Yeah, it ties in really well with support, doesn't it? Because we've we read the myth, well, it took us six months to get not around. Because we, not, not because to read we can't it. read. <laughs> so it's a long time not, to read. It took us a long time to actually read it, to start reading it, I mean. And then what we did, we read a few chapters thought about it, digested it, implemented some changes and then read the rest. But it's re- the main themes from the book that we took from it are the need to delegate to others. When you start your business, there was only two of us in it. So we can't delegate too much, but it's creating an organisational structure of the potential future people, what job titles they'll have and the hats that they will wear. Me and Emily had to wear all these hats at the beginning. Mm. Good job, we rock hats. Mm-hmm. And um, now we've got more people, we've delegated to them. And uh, I feel like whoever wrote the e-myth would be really proud of us. Yeah, definitely. But it's it, they actually would. It's because if you are still, say if you are where we are in our business and it's four and a half years old and you are still wearing all the hats, then you really, really need to stop. You need to hot. take them off. You are going to get hot and look stupid. You're going to have hat hair. <laughs> Who yeah. wants hat hair? Yeah, well, you're going you're to be bald. You'll be bald by now. So the, the, the point, and I suppose tying it in with this, is that you probably do need to outsource or you need to bring people in. And either way, we can help you with that <laughs> because we want to obviously tell people about supporting and outsourcing locally, but you might need to hire as well. So have a think about it. Are you stressed? Are you working all the hours that God sends? Are you doing every single thing in your business and thinking, oh my God, I hate it. Why did I even start this? <laughs> that there is, you, there is fixable. There are things you can do fix your problems, aren't there? Absolutely. There is light at the end of the tunnel. 100% eh? Right. So we're moving on to something slightly less positive. Potentially mm. amusing. This is a funny story, isn't it? The grind my gears. Number one on grind my gears. Is that time right as well? Yeah, give or take 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine then. <laughs> we will give or take 30 seconds. So my grind my gears and yours is candidates expecting. Oh, the I world. now remember what story you're going to talk about. <gasps> 
this is, and I'm not saying that candidates are bad and that we don't like you, nothing like that, but... It's not today anyway. No, not today, no. <laughs> Tune in next week and we might. <laughs> Depends if you've been rude to us. Yeah. But when I say candidates expecting the world, what I mean is that when you are, have a recruitment business, now we're not an agency, as you well know by now, and but... And if they, you don't, run away. Yes, and <laughs> listen to all the other podcasts. But when candidates kind of contact us and just expect us to drop everything and help them find their perfect job now even though we are miracle workers job angels we we are yeah absolutely but we can't always just do that we don't have a stash of jobs in our arse that we can just pull out and place candidates in I mean if we did it'd be great but it just doesn't work like that we work on behalf of our amazing clients and we really select the clients that we can then go and embody their brand become their brand ambassadors and find suitable people we don't do it the opposite way around when we get a cv flog it out to loads of people and hope that it sticks because that isn't the way that we think recruitment should be done no definitely not but i suppose this story actually isn't mine i've just got really mad about it the actual story is laura's story yes. so i will ham over So we get tagged in a lot of things on LinkedIn. People introduce candidates to us because they know that we're a nice company, we have strong ethics and we want to help people. So they know that we, uh, they can trust the people that they know in our hands. Recently, um, I don't know when you'll listen to this podcast, but in 2020, we had a coronavirus pandemic where unfortunately the economy was really negatively impacted and a lot of people lost their jobs. So it does mean that there's a lot more candidates coming to us for help. We're getting introduced to lots more people, which is taking us longer to get through everybody. So this gentleman contacted me because he'd been introduced to us by someone that we know and I replied to him on the same day because I think it's important that these... Same day. Same day. I think it's important that these people are in a stressful situation. They want to know that someone is there at the other end willing to help. So then I asked our team to get in touch with them and it took a little bit longer than it normally would because there's so many people to contact at the moment. So he... commented on one of my LinkedIn posts saying um, he likes my videos but can someone please reply to him because he needs a job I'm like okay I have replied to you and then um, I know that one of the team had made uh, I'd organised a call with him and then he sent me an email saying that our service was absolutely shocking and did I want to call him before he went before he did a post on LinkedIn (gasps) which is a threat it's a dress that is a threat so it's a threat and a dress Okay, <laughs> this is this is blowing my mind imagining this guy in a dress. Um, so it was Veronica, so I spoke to Veronica, I was like, what is going on? She's like, I'm literally just about to call him now. So I was like, right, okay, so she had the conversation. And he him. was pretty shirty, wasn't he? I think that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> I never said shirty before. <laughs> he was a shit. <gasps> oh my goodness. And so then I rang him afterwards. So uh, Ronnie let me know that it happened and what happened on the call. And then I called him and I'm like, what, uh, what's going on basically? And he's like, well, I'm looking for a job and I expect you to reply to me immediately. Well, bearing in mind, we get nothing from candidates apart from giving them our time, our expertise, our help and support. We don't get anything back from them. No engagement on LinkedIn. Sometimes I might say thank you and they don't pay for it, which is not the most important thing. But when there's so but many when people... There's expectations, when that yeah, expectation we, is there, isn't we it? We can't just speak to candidates that have been introduced to us all week we, long. We'll be able to pay our staff. Well, we go out of business pretty quickly. So he was, he was just quite 
What's the word I'm looking for? Entitled. Unreasonable. <laughs> okay, it's not entitled. Unentitled. <laughs> and uh, I said, I just don't appreciate being threatened. He's like, well, not really. I'm not threatened you. I'm like, you said to me, if I, and, and please ring me if you want before I go on LinkedIn with a post about Which it. Which it is. It is. is a it 100% is a threat, especially when our reputation means the world to us. We constantly operate with with integrity and and re and honesty and openness and and treat everyone really well mm-hmm. we do our best and it turns out that this guy has previously spoke to Jane a few weeks ago, so he doesn't even remember us or the fact that we've already tried to help him. Oh. And now he's kicking off because they've not helped him fast enough. And I understand that he's in a bad situation, he's feeling stressed, he's feeling worried, but I don't. he shouldn't lash out at the people that are actually trying to help him. Yeah, no, definitely not. I totally agree. I really, really agree. It's... We do get this quite a bit though, like a lot of cat I saw um, another post on LinkedIn that someone had put is like really, really don't like recruiters because I've not found a job yet. <laughs> and I thought, do you not think the problem starts with you? It's not our, always our fault. It's not always a recruiter's fault. Like if you so for example, I spoke to a guy yesterday and his LinkedIn looked awful, which is fine, he's not putting any effort into it, and he's like, but I've been looking for a job for six months. And I was like, Well, do you not think that you should be starting with yourself? If you look at my LinkedIn compared to yours, I'm trying to attract clients and candidates and introducers, whatever it is, but it's it's been built around that. I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. You've got to make yourself look marketable. And I think that's the problem here, that people aren't doing that, are they? A lot of people, and it's just, it is just their personality, I think it's how they've been brought up, it's their view on the world, feel like they're owed something by everybody yeah. in every area of their life, and it's never their fault. No. They never look at thinking... What can I do to impact this positively? Why do I keep failing these interviews? Yeah, Yeah. what am I doing wrong? And uh, when you say to them, so when was the last time you contacted any potential employers, rang them up, sent them a LinkedIn message, sent them an email, engaged with them on LinkedIn, oh, I've not done that. How do you expect to find a job? You can't just apply for an advert at the moment. I mean, we got, what was it, 250 ad responses to one vacancy. And we went back to everybody in the end. It took us a while. So unlike... You know, you've, competition is high at the moment. You've Absolutely. got to stand out, so be really proactive. Do. So that's what frustrates us, when people are rude to us and blame us and they're not being proactive themselves. Yeah. If they were being proactive and they were struggling... Um, and then it could be sometimes it is something that we're doing but not always no definitely not and we've got we've, we can only take responsibility for ourselves can't we and we're not saying that it must be really and what tough what we can been, control yeah if, you, if you're a candidate and you've been made redundant we really do feel for you and we will always help you so even if we don't have a specific role that's right for you we can help you with CV writing LinkedIn training job hunting those kind of things so there's loads of stuff that we can do but ultimately it's got to start with you first you've got to be out there you've got be different you've got to market yourself as someone who is hireable who is who is right for that that person out there and I think that's kind of obviously we're talking about grinding our gears and stuff but ultimately it's about what what we've learned from it and I suppose what we can teach you guys and and for the candidates out there it is doing what what we've said yeah it's called job hunting not job waiting no not job just (laughs) so often (laughs) right we are out of time Okay. So Bye. we will we've got loads of stuff that we can talk about uh in the weeks to come, but we are twenty five. Okay, so you can get in touch with us on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, we are on Instagram and Twitter, and we have a link everywhere as well as lots of profiles. And TikTok. And TikTok, we are down with the kids. Yeah. 
Or you could Google us and find our website and uh, get the contact number and give us a ring. Yes, absolutely. We are everywhere. It isn't hard to find us. Please reach out. Please get in contact. If you've got anything in particular that you'd like us to ramble on about, any subjects, any themes, please send them in because we're really, really keen to get feedback. And yes. Oh, and if you do want to be a candidate and you want our help, that is fine and cool. We will help you. But just, just, just give us grief. Just also be kind to us. Yes, yes. Be kind. Kindness. We are human beings. <laughs> <laughs> right. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.